This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by... Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together, as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD, or CBD distillate, tends to be more potent and last longer, which is what we're talking about here. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in, so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things, like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors. Uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. Ooh. So... If this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Creative Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. Oh, I'm so full. Oh, oh I don't think I could eat any more chicken. Oh, oh, we're recording. Oh, shit. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Headlock Talk. Uh, We've just eaten. Let's talk some wrestling. Yeah. Hello and welcome back everybody to yet another episode of Headlock talk. <laughs> oh snap! Oh snap! Indeed, I'm of course the <laughs> Texas gentleman Tanner Pruitt, <laughs> and as always, right across from me here, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Howdy, howdy, <laughs> Stephen. I'm feeling like the chicken gentleman this week. Oh um, man, yeah. yeah I've, I've had enough chicken for today. Shouts out to Chick Fil A once again. Mm-hmm. Come through in the clutch mm-hmm. two weeks in a row. It's so good. Wow. It's so good. They got like 90 employees outside. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I ran over somebody's cup by accident. Now, <laughs> let me just say something here. So we're in the drive-thru of Chick-fil-A, and we're ordering our food, and then they, they do the whole spiel, like, okay, can you pull forward? Whatever. It's fine. So we pull forward, and then we're, we're you know, f- finalizing the order or whatever, and right before we hand him the card, he's like, hey, don't pull forward. There's a cup by your tire. 
Yeah, just right there. And of course, my first question is, well, why the fuck is it there? <laughs> Who put that there? Yes. Why is there a cup there? <laughs> and then whatever, we continue with the with the transaction. They don't grab the cup. No. We 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 pay for the meal. Yeah. And, and then Tanner starts to pull forward. Yeah. Lo and behold, he runs the cup over. <laughs> yeah. And the Chick Fil A employees looked displeased. <laughs> yeah. They they were not happy. I'm like, well, it's, yeah. But why why is the cup there? But I'm gonna return exactly. I'm gonna return to the first question. Who put that there? Who, why is it there? Yeah. Like who during the course of this conversation magically. Put their cup right underneath my tire. And like, why did they we, think it was a good idea? Dude, we pulled up, and then like they were immediately like, "Hey, there's a cup by your tire." Yeah, it's like, well, how did I not hit it in the first place? Right. Yeah, it's magical cup physics. Okay, yeah. Crazy. So, so who knows? Maybe they, maybe they hate us <laughs> at that Chick Fil A now. But I don't. Don't put cups by tires. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> very strange afternoon here. It was weird. Yeah. Anyway, but. The chicken, as always, was very on point. Very, so. very good. Very, yeah. very good chicken. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, this is, uh, we're, we're recording this on a Saturday. Per Ma- usual. May the 2nd. Yes. Yeah. Fun times. Good memories. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, Money in the Bank next weekend. Ayo. WWE Money in the Bank. Um. Yeah. So far, we've got uh, five matches on the card. I think we actually ran down these same matches just a little while ago. But we'll give mm-hmm. you guys an update here on the card, just a just a wee bit, just, wee little bit, just a wee bit. Um. We've got Drew McIntyre will be facing off with Seth Rollins. Uh. They uh, they had um a contract signing segment on Raw. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler was only on Raw for just the two minutes for him to stand in the ring and have both gentlemen come out to the ring. Beautiful. Yeah. Great use of Jerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very much necessary during these times uh, to have uh, an older gentleman such as himself being around people. I mean, who else are they going to get to stand there? Who knows? I mean, he's he's so good at it, yeah. you know. Standing. Yeah. Yeah. I might as well get the best. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, he, they they did the the contract signing. Uh, Drew McIntyre will be facing off with Buddy Murphy uh, next week on Raw. Nice and uh, yeah, so there's there's that. Buddy Murphy's in this weird spot right now where like they they almost just seem to be whoever they're trying to push. They're like, hey, go have a great match with him. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I could see him having a pretty good match with uh with Drew at least making it somewhat competitive. I feel like. I mean, I haven't seen very many bad Buddy Murphy matches. He he's very very good. He's very good. Yeah, he's very good. And uh, yeah, the ma- the matches uh, that he had with uh, Alistair Black, oh, those were they were so good. Very very good. Yeah, very good matches. Yeah, so I, I guess he's just that guy now. You know, he's he's the guy that puts on good matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's worse things to be. You know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Bailey versus Tamina for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yawn. Uh, <laughs> all right, then. Moving right along. Then. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't see Bailey losing the title here. I, I don't, I don't see that as a happening. Nah. No. Nah. They, they still got some other stuff to do with her. I, I yeah. guess. I don't I, know. I, I still think the path leads to, uh, Sasha. It has to, right? Yeah. I mean, that that's really the only ending that we could get here that would actually be satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I just... It's really hard to tell at all what they're setting up if it's not that. 
Because mm-hmm. that's that's really the only thing that they've alluded to. Yeah. But I mean, say what you will about Bailey, she has been a fairly dominant champion since her heel turn. So true. we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Braun Strowman. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, Braun Strowman, rather. Yep. Uh, we'll be f- uh, defending the WWE Universal Championship against Bray Wyatt. Um, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of the mind games and stuff going on about Braun Strowman being the black sheep and the Wyatt family and uh, all sorts of other madness going on here. Uh, Steven, uh, do you foresee a title change here, perhaps? Um, I don't know. I mean, I would certainly... I would certainly like a title change here more than when uh, Bray originally got it. Uh, I think it would make more sense here, especially because, like, Braun, like, why is it even on Braun at all? Um, so I, I don't really know. Sure. But at the same time, it, it it's still, like, I don't really care about The Fiend having the title or Bray Wyatt having the title. In fact, I would prefer him to not to. Yeah. You know, so. I would agree with that. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I mean, how will the story end? Who knows? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think it would still make more sense putting it on Bray than having Braun hold it for seemingly no reason at all. But it, it seems rather quick for Braun to lose a title, too. I, I definitely agree, for yeah. sure. But if we take a look at the two of them, Braun and Bray, who deserves it more? Definitely Bray, for sure. But they've painted themselves in a box having Braun have this title for a very short amount of time. And once he, again, he, yeah, of course <laughs> he has to drop it to somebody. Mm. Um, I don't know. It, it would make sense for Bray to take it, but at the same yeah. time, then, you know, sorry, Braun, you're yes. champion for like a month, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, they could always, yeah, they could switch it to, they could switch it to the fiend. And mm. then they, once they work out their stuff with Roman, whenever that's going to take place. Yeah. You know, then that'll be that'll be that. Um, maybe that's where this ends. Who knows? Um, I don't know where anything's going at this point. <laughs> I'm being perfectly honest with you. I don't really know. Yeah, the WWE world is awfully strange, and mm-hmm. perhaps one of the strangest things, in in my opinion, going on here, uh, which which we're going to discuss now, uh, the actual men's and women's money in the bank matches. Uh, so the mm-hmm. the women's money in the bank is Oscar, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, Mandy, uh, and and Mandy Rose or Carmella. I believe uh, it's it's Carmella uh, who will be going on into here. Gotcha. And then um, uh, the men's money in the bank is Daniel Bryan, uh, Rey Mysterio, uh, Alistair Black, Apollo Cruz, King Corbin, and Otis. That will be your men's money in the bank. It's not bad. It's not. It's not bad. Here's where the twist is. <laughs> it was announced on SmackDown that the men's and women's money in the bank matches will be taking place simultaneously. They, they will be running at the exact same time. Um, look, this comes across to me as a, a, a quite a cluster, right? Like this is this is going to be nonsense. Like, like this is literally rat race the movie in WWE land. I mean, I don't 100% agree with that. It, it could be good. Go on, then. <laughs> it, it, it absolutely will not be great. But it could be good. But but see, that that's my problem, right? I feel like 
if you had these matches separately, the men's money in the bank looks like on paper it should be great. That's true. The women's money in the bank should also be pretty solid. I mean, considering the the talent that you have here, Oscar, Shayna Baszler, uh, Lacey Evans is strong. Uh, Nia Jax is gonna be there. Um, <laughs> um, she'll probably legitimately hurt some people. Probably. Um, <laughs> she's known for that. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like these would be fine on their own, but you decided to put them together at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, see, the the thing that I'm thinking about here is like they've already announced the the weird change to the match that it, that it's going to take place in in the headquarters. Uh, you know, and they're they're fighting through all the levels of the building up to the roof and everything like that. Like that's weird on its own already. Um, I mean, I'm I'm more okay with that than 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 them running it at the same time. But like, here's the thing: like that's it's such an, a weird concept to have a match like that. That if if it did go on in the order that it that it is here on Wikipedia without them being. Uh, you know, happening at the same time. Yeah, it would. The men's match would just be boring as hell. You're like, I've seen this already. They were on the third floor like 15 minutes ago. Mm. They were on the roof like 15 minutes ago. So I, I, yeah. I can 100 percent understand why they decided to do both of them at the same time mm. with this weird match structure. Mm. Um, now if it was a straight money in the bank match and they were like, oh yeah, they're both happening at the same time, that's a clusterfuck that makes zero sense. But this, there is plenty of space. For them to utilize it and have two great but separate matches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see a lot of different things happening. Like, I don't know. Uh, maybe Aleister Black tries to go for a black mass on King Corbin to finally shut him up. But Corbin, like, ducks his head and, like, accidentally hits Nia Jax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, Lacey Evans goes, like, full John McClane and is like, I've got 11 hostages here in this <laughs> building. I'm going to blow it up. Yeah, gives a gives a you woman's got, right to, you, yeah, to Otis. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to clear my name, yeah. like all, all this stuff. <laughs> it, I, it, it's gonna be weird. Mm. Okay, mm. It, it's absolutely gonna be weird. I don't know if this change to having both of them take place at the same time is a good thing or a bad thing necessarily. Um, I'm trying to be a little optimistic, mm. just because we haven't really seen something like this from WWE. Who knows? It could be fantastic. Yeah. It, it really could be, and I, I'm trying to hold out hope for it. It's very easy to to see, you know, WWE announce something like this and be like, "Oh, it's gonna be shit." But at the same time, like <laughs> that that was my like initial reaction was, "Oh, damn it!" But like, <laughs> but like, Tanner, how do you know? You're you're right, Stephen. I I don't know for for a fact. Um. Their track record certainly doesn't encourage me. Um, that that's that's a fair point, you know. But uh, but hey, I appreciate your optimism. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just trying to be optimistic. Uh, you know, there's uh, no possible way the men's match is going to be worse than last year's. So, like, <laughs> it's gonna be better than last year's. Let's see how much better. Okay. Well, fair enough. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll see how things go. Yeah. Uh, this is a quite a small card. We'll have to wait and see what else they put on here. Uh, but um, who also, knows? Maybe the money in the bank match will be like an hour and a half long. Oh goodness! It, yeah, that that would take like a diehard scenario happening. <laughs> but see, like that's 
almost like what I'm envisioning. Like okay. I, I'm envisioning this like long winded, like overarching story match. Not not in the sense that it's just like okay, everyone started the first floor and everyone run to the, like. There's gonna be a lot going on. I think. Yeah. Like- I, I really think there's gonna be multiple stories, alliances, just just like. Otis waiting on an elevator. Yes. Yeah. It, it's going to be a long match. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we shall see. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, I think that's the main word here. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, now the uh, Apollo Crews um, is slated to be in this match, though on uh, Raw this past week, uh, he had a heck of a match with uh, with Andrade. Badass. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Nice. And um, yeah, uh, he they did do an injury angle at the end where Apollo came so close to winning and yet he got injured at some part of the match and the ref decided to pull a stoppage. I see. Um, I really do think that they should have pulled the trigger on that and given. Uh, Apollo Crews the United States Championship I think they did enough that night between him pinning Apollo Crews in the tag team match or between him rather pinning Andrade in the tag team match earlier in the night uh, to also you know beat him in the singles match too I think that would have been uh, definitely the right move to make but uh, such a move did not happen you know I mean at least we got some good matches out of it mm-hmm. if they do in fact pull this injury angle here Steven is there somebody on the raw roster that you would like to see replace mm. Apollo Crews oh huh. that's a good question they're doing a lot of stuff right now with um with I guess Andrade's group him and uh Angel Garza and Austin Theory. I, I do believe that um, uh, they will end up doing maybe Andrade, maybe possibly in the match, but then Apollo Crews also comes into the match. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, hmm. considering it's taking place at the headquarters, there's there's a lot that you can do. You know, you you have you obviously you have access to your whole roster, but then there's you know a lot more space, a lot of people and it's a setting that we don't normally see so there there's definitely going to be some some surprises for sure um andrade would be cool uh to go in there for sure uh i don't know hmm john morrison on raw is he on smackdown he's on smackdown Mm. smackdown see when you when i heard that question the the very first person that popped into my head was john morrison just because he's he's known for his latter stuff, at, le- at least in my opinion, like yeah, he he's one of the best in terms of uh, you know, the creativity it takes for ladder matches. So that was the first I thought of, but I don't know. Well, well, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Um, m- more WWE news as a follow-up to last week, uh, where we said there will not be a WWE game. Uh, coming out this year. Mm, yes. Uh, this is true. The usual WWE 2K game will not be out this year. However, a brand new game will be coming out this year. And, uh, oh, goodness. It looks awful. <laughs> it looks really, really bad. S- Steven, as our uh, resident video game expert here at Headlock Talk, mm-hmm. I- I'll go ahead and let you give the listeners the scoop. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, new game, WWE 2K Battlegrounds. That's what it's called. Mm. Um, it looks like a rehash of uh, WWE All Stars uh, from a few years ago. I think that came out in twenty. 
like 2012, maybe 2013, which was a fairly popular game in its time. It was fine. Absolutely. No, I mean, uh, I I got to take a step back because I'm about to rip into this game really hard. But no, uh, that's fine. But I do just want to say WWE All-Stars like that game was fine. Um, it, it wasn't insanely good or anything like that. Uh, but for what it was, it, it was good. I think, um, this game, however, it doesn't, it, it's, it's almost, it's like halfway in between what 2k has been doing with the, with the main 2k series and halfway between what all stars is doing. Now, what I loved about all stars was that it was unapologetically an arcade game. A hundred percent. It was literally John Cena and the rock flying 25 feet in the air, you know, for an FU or, or what have you, whatever move you were doing an, an, an AA an FU. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then with battlegrounds, it, it looks like they were kind of going that direction, but <laughs> just like stopped halfway and, and kind of just made a game that visually looks terrible. Um, and, also, just from a gameplay sense, doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, there, there's certain aspects of it where it looks like what 2K normally does with their main series, the the more uh, you know realistic uh, kind of style. But then there's other moves where they are jumping 15 feet in the air. So this really just looks like a clusterfuck of like different wrestling genres, and I don't really know what to expect from it, to be honest. Um, in my opinion, it's probably going to be garbage. Um, <laughs> 2K has been putting out garbage for years. Mm. And I don't understand why we should just trust them to make a great game now just because it has a, a slightly newer coat of paint on it. Mm. Um, this game is not going to be good, in my opinion. Mm. I, I really don't think so. Uh, I probably will play it just because I love wrestling games and mm. I play most of them. Um, so I'm being slightly a hypocrite there. Uh, but once it comes out, I will definitely tell you all how it goes. Uh, but in my opinion... Wait for that AEW game. Ooh, yeah, yes, yeah. Indeed. And we're gonna have to wait a while for that. I think. Uh, I think the earliest it'll come out is um, holiday next year. That'll be the absolute earliest that it'll come out. Most likely, summer twenty twenty two is what I would think uh, for the AEW game, just to really give it the time it needs to to get really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about battlegrounds. So I would say, look it up. Mm-hmm. Watch the trailer. Mm-hmm. See what you think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2K has been talking about it a little bit, and they, they've kind of gone into like what they're going for with this game. Um, but what they're going for is money, not a good game. They're, they're going for money. They're going for the people to buy it, which, of course, they're a company. I understand that. But at the same time, when you're making video games, uh, video games are a form of art, and art needs to be honest. It needs to come from a genuine place, not from a place of... Uh, how many polygons can we fit on this screen to make people buy our game? Yeah, the the game looks really kind of I don't know graphically. It looks just pretty unappealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, like with with All Stars, it was they they knew absolutely what they were doing. We're gonna make a cartoon, larger than life, arcade style wrestling game, and and because they absolutely knew what they were doing going in. It, mm-hmm. it became a very unique experience. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this one, it kind of just seems like they were like, oh man, uh, 2K20 really didn't do too good. Mm. Uh, just like make them look like cartoony or something. Uh, don't 
Just make something that people can't associate with the main 2K game series. Yeah. That, that's what it seems like to me. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that's, that's a lot of good information, Stephen. I, I hope that the game does turn out to be okay. But uh, Dude, I know. mean, I, I'm hoping it's great. Like, yeah. who knows? I'll, I'll pick it up, and, and it might be fantastic. It might be WWE All-Stars 2. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be 2K20. Oh, this is true. Again, so. This is true. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll leave you with one parting phrase. Um, I don't trust 2K20 to make a great game. Mm. So well, fair enough, man. Yeah. In other news, uh, what is it? NXT. Um, it was, it was not my cup of tea this past week. Um, but it does look like next week, um, we're gonna have, uh, Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole finally, um, finally, as well as Charlotte versus Io Shirai for the women's championship. Um. Those should be pretty good matches, I think. Yeah. I think they're also going to... They might be also doing Imperium versus Matt Riddle and um, uh, Timothy Thatcher, uh, which would be very interesting, I think. Um, If if they do do that, that would be a a heck of a match. Probably a dark horse for match of the night Mm -hmm. between that and Io Shirai versus Charlotte. That's that's really kind of a dream match right there in and of itself. Yeah, I'm still not 100% sold on Charlotte um, being on NXT. Not gonna lie, but um, I mean, Io and Charlotte—that's a recipe for a great match there. Mm. So I mean, at the very least, we'll be getting good a good match. I'm still not sold on Charlotte, but we'll see. We'll mm. see. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Um. So that'll be going down next week. Um. On um. NXT. Yes, yeah, indeed. That's what it's called. You know <laughs> that that one. Yeah. Um, I was gonna jump in, but I was like, he'll get it. Yeah, just He'll eventually. Just yeah. though the wires weren't crossing right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. AEW wise, um, as predicted, yes, we have Cody uh, beating Darby Allen mm-hmm. uh, and um, uh, the Murder Hawk himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lance Archer defeating uh, Dustin. And we're getting Cody versus Lance Archer in the finals for the TNT title tournament mm-hmm. um, at uh, this year's All Out, which is uh, still going on, to my knowledge. It's Apparently. It's st- still going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Pricing-wise, who knows what the pay-per-view is going to be like. I hope that they kind of show a little bit of mercy, and if they do run the show, they either... I mean, I don't know if you run it for free, um, or or at least discounted, I would say would be very much appreciated, but that's just from one observer. That's me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Uh, I I would think they would discount it, uh, personally. mm -hmm. AEW has been pretty solid in this time. AEW has been doing pretty great Mm -hmm. these last few weeks. Um, Last week's uh, AEW was... Uh, very much on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this past episode of AEW, um, and uh, yeah, I'm just hope that they build onto it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. Mm-hmm. I, I did want to mention uh, just real quick. And I think I, I mentioned this to you in the car too. Um, Wardlow was on this last Dynamite, and uh, he was just fighting some jobber guy. I can't yeah. remember his name, um, but he had this vicious knee, dude. Right. He like killed yeah. that guy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what it is about Wardlow, man, but I love him. Yeah, he's pretty solid. I love him. He's, he's great. Very, very good. Yeah, where yeah. where did he come from? I'm not, I don't know. The in, really? they, they found him on the indies, and they they wanted to do that. 
Man. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. good get because Wardlow is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Ward, Wardlow is is very good. Yeah. He's he is uh, quite uh quite the talent, quite the get for them. Um, I was a little bit nervous when they put him in that first match against Cody. But yeah. At the same time, it was like, oh, you're actually pretty good. Yeah. No, I I think he did great in that match, and uh, every everything I've seen him in so far, you know, all of his matches have been really good. Excuse me. Um, you know, even versus, uh, I'm not like I said, I'm not sure what um that wrestler's name was from from Wednesday, um, but he had a good showing too. Both guys looked great. Uh, I, I, I did like the, uh, you know, that, that thing, the, the, the last semifinals match with the murder Hawk and, and Dustin Rhodes. It's a little long, but it was good. It was good. Yeah. It was a solid, com- very competitive match. Mm-hmm. I would say for sure. Yeah. And the, the way they're building Lance Archer is just so, so good right now. They're, they, they're really doing it, doing it very well right now. They're building a lot of guys like they have. The Exalted One being built up. They have Lance Archer being built up. They have Wardlow being built up. Mm-hmm. Like they have all these brand new guys that that really don't like. They don't have things from the outside to carry them over. You know, it, it's just like they're they're making AEW canon right now. You know what I mean? Right. And, and they're just doing it really, really well. A lot of great guys. Yeah. Uh, speaking of of uh, some some new talents here. Um, one Mr. Parker Boudreaux. Mm. Parker Boudreaux. He has officially graduated college, a football player at the uh, University of Central Florida. Okay. And Jim Ross has had his eye on Parker Boudreaux for quite some time. Uh, so first off, congratulations on your graduation, Parker. Yes, congrats. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, rumor has it, good old JR wants to bring... Parker Boudreaux to All Elite Wrestling. It's interesting. Um, I've seen a lot of video footage of this guy um, ever since hearing about JR keeping tabs on him since that was made official. And uh, man, yeah, this guy is every bit of the the new Brock Lesnar as what uh, I, I think he he deserves to be. This man really? is a, he's he's massive. He's quite agile, very strong. He even he even kind of has that Brock Lesnar look to him. Oh wow! But he he, has a sword he, tattooed on his chest. Oh no, I don't think it's that far. <laughs> um, Does he have a Beast Milk sponsorship? <laughs> Sponsor my Beast Milk. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no Parker. He uh, yeah, shout out to Parker. Uh, he he's a, a follow of ours, and we we follow Parker. I I would. Uh, I would greatly love to see him in all elite wrestling. Um, yeah, just just looking at some of these video clips of him, he he just looks like he's gonna run people over. He's he's got lats for days. What's his last name? Boudreaux. Here, I'll I'll, sh- I'll show you on my phone. Here you go. Here's the, here's the guy. That's a large man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. He's he's coming at you. He's gonna he's gonna run run Brody Lee over. That's the kind of guy that has to walk through doorways sideways. Yeah, dude, he's he's huge, man. He's he's a he's a big dude. Yeah. But like what I was most impressed with, uh I'll, I'll show you this here. Um he's doing a box jump here in this clip. And like <laughs> For a man his size, like that's like, oh, um, I I wish we had video to show you Steven's face, but yeah, that box jump is ridiculous. Holy hell, dude! Yeah, 
He's he's got an amazing box jump. So he's he's That's not only crazy. strong and, and and huge, but he's got excellent agility. Um, yeah, Parker Boudreaux, man. So in terms of Jr. keeping an eye on him, yeah, it, how, like have they had discussions, or or is it literally just like Jr. keeping an eye on him? Uh, well, I will note this: um, he he certainly follows us on Twitter. I mean, that's something right there. Yeah, yeah, for hey. sure. Headlock talk. <laughs> Thank you, Parker. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's garnered a lot of interest from a lot of wrestling fans, and I and I don't think that there's any secret um, that uh, he would be a prime candidate for for all elite wrestling. Uh, he's certainly got the size and the look for it. So I'm assuming he's a wrestling fan then. I, I mean, I'm sure he he could be. I mean, he follows us. He follows us. And, and we're nobodies. <laughs> right, right, of course. Interesting. I dropped out of community college. <laughs> I didn't even go. <laughs> well, see, there you go. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, it's it's a very self-deprecating <laughs> episode yeah. here. I'm, I'm going to go cry after this a episode's bit. done. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> My hopes and dreams. Yeah. Get some more Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. Run over somebody else's cup. <laughs> They're making 13 an hour. <laughs> Oh yeah, that one hit a little too close to home. Let's move on. All right, fair enough. Um, <laughs> oh goodness. Um, well, yeah, let's yeah let's move along. Uh, we've got some hot takes this week. Hot takes. You guys have flooded us with hot takes. Um, I think part of that comes down to I I, I snuck in a picture of somebody cutting up a pretty good smoked brisket. Um, I mean, it, it looks pretty legit. Um, nice. It's not, uh, it's not quite Texas gentleman brisket, mm. but uh, it it does look pretty legit, pretty juicy nice. from what it looks like Got here. Some char, yeah. So, so some of these comments will be regarding the brisket that I, uh, the brisket gift that I put up here. That's fine. Yeah. This is Texas. Yeah. We can answer questions about brisket. That's okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so let's get it started here. Uh, hot takes. Hot we takes. we are looking for your uh, hottest takes, most sizzling opinions, and most burning questions. Um, you guys put up, uh, put your comments on Twitter, and we discuss them here and give you guys a shout-out. Hmm. Shout out. Brisket brisket shout out. Mmm. Brisket. <laughs> Uh, our first um, uh, hot take here uh, is from Mags All Pods, our good friend Mags at DEJ Kirkby on Twitter. Hey, Mags. Hi, Mags. How's it going, buddy? Uh, Mags says, My hot take this week, inspired by your gif, despite its elevated status, beef is low down on the meat rankings. Chicken is number one, followed by lamb, pork, venison, and then beef. Damn. Ah. Uh, uh, pork is number one. This is true. Well, hmm? Yes. <laughs> pork is number one. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what what lands pork number one on your list, Stephen? Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. Uh, I, I think... Mm. Is I, it bacon? I have a feeling... It's certainly it's, up there. <laughs> I have a feeling that bacon has a lot to do with pork being on your number one ranking. It's certainly up there. Bacon, for sure. Maybe uh, pork ribs. Pork ribs are fantastic. Yeah. A classic pork chop. Yeah. Is nice. Yeah. I, I always consider pork almost like halfway between chicken and beef. Mm, mm. It's kind of like a, almost like a hybrid. I, I know that that's 
not like yeah. biologically correct yeah. at all. I'm just if saying, you, like, if you mate the cows and the chickens, they make pigs. Of course, yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah, Duh. the American education system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I know that's not the case, but like texture and flavor wise, uh, it, it is the case in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, pork number one, chicken number two, beef number three. Mm. See, chicken and beef are kind of like are pretty tops for me. I really don't eat a whole lot of pork. Really? I really don't. See, neither do I. Mm. Uh, I eat a lot of chicken. It's mm-hmm. like the main thing that I, uh, at least the main like meat that I would eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's just bacon. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's bacon that yeah. puts it up there. Um, what, what I'm most disturbed by is that there's not fish on this list. Fish. Fish mm. is disgusting. Come uh, at me, bro. Okay, well, um, hey, no. And B... You know, I like a, I like my lobster. I like my crab. I, I like my 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 salmon. Uh, tuna is pretty fine. Tilapia, cat, catfish. Uh, yeah, fish fish is great and it's great for you. So, hmm, hmm. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Um, <laughs> well, I'm happy that you like fish, Tanner. Well, thanks, man. I'm happy that you don't. I don't because that means there's more fish for me. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you, also, Mags, for your for your hot take. Yes, that is quite spicy. Mm. I bet. I bet if I made Mags a brisket, if he was to come here to Texas and I made Mags a brisket, uh, yeah, I think he might he might change his mind. I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, no one makes a brisket like a Texan. Yeah. It's true. This is very true. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll actually get to a hot take later regarding this fact. Oh snap! Mm. Okay. Indeed. Okay. See, it, it's funny. Mm-hmm. I had a chicken fried steak in uh, in Seattle. Mm. Um, and it was really not good. Ooh. Yeah. When it, it's funny because like in Texas, you can go to any place and have a decent chicken fried steak like mm. even the crappiest chicken fried steak in austin is still a pretty good chicken fried steak mm. but you go other places where that's not a staple mm. and it's garbage well i i do have some thoughts i am going to save them for for the later hot take because okay. it's, it's more directly related to these feelings okay. here exactly I'm, I'm jumping the gun no no it's, it's fine um <laughs> but thank you mags indeed for your for your hot take uh, up next here is Zach Khan. Zach, uh, how's it going, buddy? Uh, Zach is at blue underscore eyed prince. Uh, he says, not sure if this is a hot take or just an opinion, but if somebody didn't go the journeyman route of the indies or if they weren't wrestling fans growing up, uh, that shouldn't be held against them or make them any less deserving of success. As long as they show up day in, day out to do their job, given uh, do the job that they're given, and do it to the best of their abilities, that's all that matters, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's perfectly fine. Um, I think that there there is the appeal of the so-called indie darling nowadays because there is so much wrestling. When when WWE bought WCW and ECW. It it certainly created a vacuum, and a lot of independents have sprung up and have, have come to prominence nowadays because of that. Um, so I, I think there's there's an appeal about the indie darlings where it's like, oh, I saw them when they were like, you know, in the underground, like kind of like that that hipster kind of thing. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I knew Daniel Bryan when he would, did the first show at Ring of Honor. Right, right. You know, yeah, and, and I think that's more of like a positive view of it. For sure, uh, mm-hmm. there, there definitely is a negative 
aspect to it, though, too. I think uh, some wrestling fans are uh, guilty of, like, gatekeeping to a certain degree. Uh, and I, I think a lot of them are like, oh, well, you know, I grew up with wrestling and I've been watching wrestling for X amount of years. And, uh, you know, I, as a fan, know more than you as a wrestler. And that oh. automatically makes you as a wrestler lesser or, or whatever. Right. Right. And, uh, I mean, that's a very toxic way of thinking. Yeah. In, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, that, that certainly shouldn't be the case. Right. Right. hundred percent. Uh, so, so I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a, that's a very thought-provoking take here zach yeah. i think that's a i think that's a lukewarm take i think any decent human being would, would listen to that and be like yeah, yeah we should probably accept people for who they are <laughs> to, to a certain degree yeah yeah f- fair enough yeah <laughs> when you when you put it like that yes yeah yes <laughs> um thank you zach for uh for for your hot take um let me see here uh joshua scott and joshua underscore scott 75 Otis beating Ziggler in Money in the Bank qualifying match indicates Otis is being pushed. Y- yes. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt's storytelling about the Black Sheep had so many different hidden messages. Carmella beating Mandy Rose in the Money in the Bank qualifying match means Mandy Rose versus Sonya. Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus feud will happen. Uh, yeah. These uh, yeah. The, these are all um, facts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this this, this seems to be the, the direction where things are going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I concur. Yes, I, I agree as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this this does seem to be the the logical steps that they're going with uh, for all of these stories. Yeah, yeah, good uh, stuff here. Good call. Yeah, Th- thank you, Joshua, for your take. Um, let me see here, Stephen John Hughes um, at R O U K forty seven eleven. Hmm. Uh, he says, "Ah, will you stop it?" I can nearly taste it from Ireland. <laughs> I, I think he's referring to the brisket I think and, so. and not headlock talk the show. Um, <laughs> what would we taste like? Uh, mm. Chick fil A. Probably sauce. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, at this moment, we would probably taste like chicken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we live an interesting life, Steve. We really do. We really do. <laughs> we just uh, take a second to talk about that Chick fil A mac and cheese. I mean, we did uh, on uh, the bonus episode last week, uh, the Progress uh, Wrestling Top 10, which I strongly invite you to tune into that episode because we've got uh, Jim Smallman's Top 10 Progress Mm. Matches, numbers 5 through 1, on this week's bonus episode of Headlock Talk. It's true. So you should check those out. Yes. Um, But yeah, Stephen, I guess for for those who haven't heard that episode, do do you want to talk to them about the the mac and cheese? Oh, you know, it's it's just, it's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's very tasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's yeah. it's it's certainly far above my expectations as to what a fast food restaurant would make for mac and cheese. Yeah, Chick Fil A is like they're not they're they're not just a fast food restaurant though. Like they're they're in, in their own like category. Yeah, it's like a Bible study for <laughs> for for chicken. We'll see. Like I put Chick Fil A above like. You know, like a McDonald's, Jack in the Box, Burger King, similarly to how I would put like a Marco's Pizza maybe above uh, like Domino's and Pizza Hut. Like, yes, it is a fast food place. Yes, it is a takeout delivery pizza place. Blah blah blah. But but, but you can go in but there. The you quality can... is is so much higher. You can go in there. You can sit down. Um, I, I've got a. I've actually got a picture of me with the uh, the cow, the 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 Chick Fil A cow Very mascot. Nice. Yeah. yeah. 
um, our our rap album drops next November. Beautiful. Um, we've been working on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Three- mm. yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, uh, our friend Josh Robinson. Oh, Josh hello. Ro- <laughs> hello, Josh. Um, Josh Robinson at Josh Robinson zero zero, the proprietor and owner, uh, CEO, uh, um, um, magnate, philanthropist uh, of the Josh Robinson Network. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, his hot take. I like Nia Jax. To which another friend of ours, Mike Charlip at MikeJC821 responds, Why? <laughs> um, hmm. I jo- mean, yeah, jo- that, that's a question I have as well. Josh likes Nia Jax. I mean, um, knowing Josh and, and, and who Josh is and, and kind of his outlook on, on wrestling and, and philosophy and stuff like that, um, I, I think he, he generally just enjoys women's wrestling a, a lot. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, if, if he's driven to like the character of Nia Jax or, you know, is, is uh, a fan of hers, I mean, I have no problems with, with, uh, you liking somebody in the wrestling biz. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to crucify you for liking somebody for sure. Wait, no. <laughs> At the same time, I mean, I would, I have the same question. I, I would, why? I would follow up with why. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I mean, but I mean, is it our place to judge Josh on who he likes and who he doesn't like? Yeah, you know, like, like if I was like, "Hey, Steven, you know, I've got this Britney Spears album in my vinyl collection," oh, you'd be like, "Yeah, yeah that would be <laughs> that would be your exact response." Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the follow up, <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> See, there's there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I would just like to know the reasoning. It, yeah, you know. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, Josh, why? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll leave it to Josh. Josh, yeah. can, Josh, uh, if you would, uh, if you would like to respond to, to Stephen's question, uh, we would certainly appreciate it. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but other than that, who you like is your own business. It's true. Yeah. This yeah. is true. Good stuff. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, United by Wrestling podcast at United by Wrestling. Uh, hot take: slower paced matches with in ring storytelling and good selling of moves are better than fast paced spot fest matches. Mm. It's a matter of opinion. Depends on what you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, I um, I I think overall I agree. I think the 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 more methodical matches and the ones that make you think and kind of get you invested in the match um, based off of storytelling tend to attract me more. Um, however, I think there is something to be said for, for a, a spot fest, you know? I mean, not all spot fests are necessarily, like, just brainless, like, oh, I'm going to do 5,000 flips and just super kick everybody, mm-hmm. right? Um I think that's kind of what the young bucks were accused of is, is they lacked psychology because it was, that's what they did in all their matches. Right. I I mean, I think there's, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. I I think there's great examples of both, you know, Mm -hmm. like uh, obviously there, there's going to be plenty of examples of of a slow methodical uh, type of storytelling match. Uh, and then there, there's also going to be fantastic examples of, you know, so, so called spot fest, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, I I think it's, I, I don't know if, 
one is necessarily inherently better than the other. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's examples for either one. I think for me personally, I prefer a more fast-paced uh, style match. That's just my personal opinion, hmm. uh, my personal taste. You know, it's going to be different for for everybody. But I mean, take a look at um, you know the the Kenny and Hangman and Young Bucks mm-hmm. tag match. Mm-hmm. It, for all intents and purposes, yeah, that's a spot fest. Like a hundred percent, that that match has spots on spots on spots. But there's a very, very, very good story being told throughout it as well. So yeah. I mean. I, I don't want to necessarily say that like slow, methodical matches are the only way to tell a great story, because that's mm. absolutely not the case. Um, mm. But you definitely get a lot more of the storytelling in those types of matches, I think, just on average. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and unless it's Lucha Libre, which, I mean, I genuinely appreciate uh, like uh, 100,000%. Um, yeah, yeah. Not... not I, I, most fast-paced matches are not fast-paced matches throughout the entire thing. They Correct. they they usually go in in spurts. Um, but yeah, whatever, man. Like uh, whatever floats the boat, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just enjoy those. You yeah, know, I, I, I I just enjoy wrestling. Yeah, yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I I just think if, if you if you prefer the slower style, then you're gonna have hundreds of examples on why that style is best. If you like fast-paced spot fest you're gonna have hundreds of examples on why that's the best you know so hmm. it, it it really just comes down to personal preference you know thank you for your take though yes 100 percent. yeah no that's that's again we've got some real thought-provoking takes this was a good here, one Steven. yeah um so thank you united by wrestling for your question uh and in fact we'll be having them on a bonus episode sometime very soon Bonus. Yes, bonus. All right. Uh, Matt G, a.k.a. Mathis Black of TWE. Mm. 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 Yes. Um, you can find him on uh, on Twitter at IllustriousMG40, obviously. He, he's got a few different things for us here, Stephen. Mm. Um, I, I, I'm concerned that you won't like this one. Okay. Or maybe you will. I don't know. Oh, um, Matt G says, Tanner's podcasting voice is better than Steven's. <laughs> <laughs> JK, maybe. Um, That's so funny. So, um, The short answer is, yeah, absolutely. No, like, no, of course. No, it's, it's, it's not. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, um, to, if I may be perfectly honest with you, yeah, um, these are our actual voices. We we yeah. don't do we. There's not there's not really a, a podcast voice. No. Uh, um, if I were to do a podcast <laughs> voice, oh man, what would it sound like? Um, hey everybody, it's Stephen Grudy here with <laughs> Headlock Talk. Yeah, we would probably just like be really excited. Yeah, be like hey everybody, what's going on? It's good to, good to be here. Yeah. Good to good to talk to you guys again. We're gonna talk about some wrestling. Di- like it's just like really loud. Yeah. I think is probably. I, and then I'd just be really turned off by the whole experience. Right. Because see, if you and I are just like hmm talking about stuff, hmm. our normal voices. Yeah. I think we've we've got the you know the the, the sensual gentleman and yeah. and. The one and the only, mm. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Stephen Grudy. <laughs> we we do a lot of voices yeah. for sure. Yeah, we do have a lot of like off the the the, the 
beaten path kind of uh, yeah but like if we're just talking like th- this is yeah, us. this like, is actually this is our voice this is actually our voices yeah um it was it's funny though mm-hmm. um when we when we first started <laughs> headlock talk um we, mm-hmm. we were recording on some un like really just not good gear at all and uh i remember you and i uh yeah. having a conversation about how you and I yeah. sounded almost exactly the same in the first like one, maybe the first like three or four episodes. Mm. We sound very similar, mm. very similar, especially with J. Raw still in there because yeah. you hear the contrast of J. Raw's voice, yeah, and then you almost couldn't tell who was talking uh, opposite oh, of J. Raw. Oh, J. Raw, yeah, mm. miss that guy, yeah. Yeah. I hope he's doing well, man. I hope so as well. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he, he I think he had a he had a, a decent microphone, but the way that our that the setup was with like the acoustics in the room and everything. Right. Um yeah, it, it definitely um now that you and I have individual microphones, I think you can tell the tonal differences. It, and that with was us. the thing too, like all three of us were on one mic. Yes. So it's like I'm campfire sure, style. I'm sure that didn't help the dynamics no, either. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do agree with you. I, I do think Tanner's voice works a little bit better for podcasting than mine. Oh, um, thank you, Stephen. Yeah, I, I mean that—that's just me being honest. You know, uh, I, I honestly do think that I, I like your voice too. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, we—we've got some more here from uh, from Matt. Oh snap! Let me see. Where 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 is it? Um. Yeah, because he, he wrote this one in early. He says, Headlock Talk, I'm going to get a head start on next week's mailbag episode. Nice. <laughs> and ask you, uh, ask the both of you, your best catchphrase ever. What's your what's your favorite catchphrase? Oh, shit. Uh, I feel like yours would be like... Oh, snap. It's got to be yeah, oh, snap, I mean, right? Oh, oh, snap is, is yeah, I think that's, that's Headlock Talk branding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. got to be oh, snap. I mean, I do like, I'm loving it. <laughs> uh, i mean you know how, how how are you gonna turn it turn that down yeah of course of course um so so are we talking hmm. like our personal catchphrases or just like catchphrases in general i just i guess just catchphrases man oh okay also he asks um uh, I guess in both wrestling and in pop culture, your favorite catchphrase. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. And then also favorite junk food. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm loving it. Uh, it's a good one. It's a yeah. classic. I mean, that's a, that's a, one, that's a good one. Uh, for wrestling, I mean, like, give me a hell yeah. Give me a hell or, yeah, of or course. Or Austin yeah. 316 says, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, I mean, those are good yes. ones. Stone Cold says so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't see me. You can't see me. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Oh goodness. Oh shit. That's such good shit. <laughs> uh, that yeah. one is probably my all-time favorite. Oh, the, the, the such good shit. Yeah, yeah. Big meaty men slapping. Oh, that's another good one. That's, that's such good a good one. one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Screw man. your five star matches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thirty minute classics. <laughs> I just want big meaty men slapping me. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. Oh man. Uh, yeah, listen to feel the power. Yeah, props, <laughs> props to the great new, prop, props to the new day, man. It's such a they're, good they're, podcast. They're pretty hilarious, man. They had Cesaro on. Mm. <laughs> it was so good. It was yes. So good. Sounds like a good episode. Yeah. Um. Favorite junk food. So I, I'm uh, I'm trying not to eat as much junk food nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like I like like I really don't even drink that much beer anymore. 
Um, Are I, we considering I, actually, alcohol? I, I, actually, at all. I mean, I'm just talking about me. Oh, fair know. enough. I, I really don't drink alcohol in general much uh, anymore. Uh, I think the last time I had a drink of alcohol of anything was, I don't know, maybe like September of last year. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, I like I like I like being being clean. I also like eating clean a little bit too. Like I think the last time you had a beer might have been the last time we were out. Probably a while ago. Probably yeah yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, so like I mean, junk food wise, I try to stay off the junk food. But mm-hmm. um, if I am like kind of antsy and you know just like i need a snack so like i like ice cream i dig some ice cream yes 100 percent. yes um flaming hot funyuns oh yeah Mm. real good i love me some flaming hot funyuns Mm -hmm. and then um bizarrely um when i would go to like the movies when i was a kid i liked getting uh the pickle i I like getting a a pickle pickles are great yeah yeah so yeah I, i maybe that's junk food i don't know very acidic yeah and salty mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I, I would probably consider it like well yeah. like like pickles yeah but like like chips of pickles on a burger yeah not junk food yeah a full like whole pickle yeah that's what i like yeah yeah, yeah that's junk food turkey legs turkey like, legs. like like if i went to when i go to disney or when i go to like renaissance fair like i like getting myself a big turkey leg yeah yeah but normally my my diet normally consists of uh, a serving or two of of whatever protein, beef, chicken, fish, whatever, uh, and roasted vegetables. Uh, maybe maybe some roasted potatoes. Uh, maybe some whole wheat pasta or uh, whole wheat rice. Mm-hmm. Basmati rice, maybe if I'm feeling lucky. I'm feeling spicy. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, but that's that's just me. Um, fair enough, Stephen. Yeah, how much yourself, man? Uh, yeah, I I eat too much junk food. I eat a lot of it, and uh, I, I try to not, uh, but it it just doesn't go that way. So I eat a lot of junk food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, see, when when we get together, like on the weekday or on the weekends, that's normally the only time that I eat like fast food throughout the week. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll usually eat out probably like two times a week, maybe three times a week. Um, favorite junk food? Anything flaming hot? Uh, but I try not to eat that stuff anymore just because it really messes my stomach up. Um, cool Ranch Doritos, great. Yeah, They now have more Cool Ranch, apparently. Uh, there's a little thingy on the back that says, now with more Cool Ranch. Ooh. So I guess that's cool. I didn't really notice it, a difference, but whatever. See, they should just give you your own packet of like the Cool Ranch seasoning. Dude, so that way you Dude can, I've like... been saying forever they need to make a spicy ranch flavor. They have that spicy nacho flavor, and it's really good, but they don't have the spicy ranch. Mm. Uh, and then, i big fan of pastries, personally. Ooh, yeah, pastries, um, donuts, those mm-hmm. are good. So, it's weird. I'm not the biggest fan of donuts. Mm. Uh, they just make me really sick. Like, mm. no matter what. No. It's a lot of sugar. Yeah, like, yeah. like, no matter what type of donut it is, mm. where it's from, mm. what I'm eating or drinking before, mm-hmm. it... It doesn't matter. Donuts make me sick. Uh, oh, so I try not to eat too many. They're good. Like, donuts are freaking awesome. They taste great, but they make me really sick, so I don't oh. eat them. Um, but HEB sells these, uh, <clears throat> these like, pastry things that are uh, blueberry and cream cheese. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the cream cheese ones. Yeah, so good. So those good. Are I love uh, berries. Yeah. Just, 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 like, 
blueberries, blackberries, strawberries, any kind of berry. Mm. Also, special shout out. It's not nest, like exactly junk food. It does have a little bit of sugar, but uh, craisins. Yeah, uh, craisins, craisins are fantastic, and they also have the craisins where they like it's like a dried craisin, but then they put blueberry juice into the dried craisin, so it's like this weird like hybrid fruit thing. Crazy! It's freaking awesome. That does and that does sound pretty tasty. It tastes like candy, uh, but it has like an eighth of the sugar. So hmm. I, I try to eat uh, craisins instead of candy if I'm if I want something <laughs> sweet. Yeah. See, that's why I I eat those uh, the cuties. Like the, the cuties the, the, are the, so the, good, dude. The, the small mandarin oranges, cuties are fantastic. Those are dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if, you, if I don't know if that's a regional thing or if y'all have yeah. those nationwide, but yeah, if you look for those miniature mandarin oranges, uh, yeah, I could I could take down like like a whole bag full. Oh yeah, they're so good. They they are very very good, and they're they're real like there's it's very convenient too because it's like such a small orange that you're just like ah. I'll just eat one, and you're like, ah, I'll eat another one. I'll, I'll eat like five. Yeah, five. whatever. Yeah, because it's like nothing. <laughs> well, I hope that answers all of your questions, Matt, <laughs> yeah. uh, about all the foods that we do and don't like. Yeah, um, I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> let me in. <laughs> let me. In. <laughs> um, let's see here. Wednesday night wallop at WN Wallop on Twitter. What a great, great name. Yes, I love your name. Fantastic name. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, they say, we miss Jake Hager's polos. Mm. Yeah. Me too. What's been going on with Jake Hager's polos? Where have they been? I don't know. I <sighs> I, uh, I really liked how they had uh, Jake Hager before his match with Dustin. Uh, I, I do... I, I still think he's a good wrestler and, and everything like that. I'm not 100% sold on his ring gear. I don't really care for it too much. Uh, but then, yeah, exactly. The polos, man. Where are they? Yeah, he he just needs to have like a proper pair of like trunks and like and and then like wear the polo in the ring. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then like you know if he like messed up Dustin, like cut him up or whatever, and then like just it's like just polos covered in blood. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. That maybe that's kind of twisted. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, did you see Double or Nothing? <laughs> I don't think they shy away from blood. No. <laughs> uh, but no, I I agree. I like the polo, and, and it was kind of it was like his thing, you know, because he he was he was Jake Hager for a long time before he started uh, wrestling in AEW, and, and that's always what he looked like when we saw him. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like solidified that as his look, and now it's kind of just a little jarring that we don't see him in it much anymore. This is true. Yeah. So thank you, Wednesday Night Wallop, for your hot take. Wagons and Warpaths, our friend Anthony, uh, at Wagons underscore Warpaths on Twitter. How's it going, Anthony? Hello. Yeah. Uh, He says, I don't know if this is a hot take or just a pure declarative statement. New Japan Pro Wrestling is the best wrestling promotion in the world. Between the storylines and the in-ring work, no no other promotion comes close. New Japan is tops, and then there's everyone else. Mm. I agree. (laughs) New Japan is probably the best overall wrestling promotion in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Um, me personally. Yeah. Probably like AEW right now, the best. Yeah. Um, hey, fair j- enough. Just in terms uh, of what I like. Um, I love New Japan also. So, I mean. Oh, there you go. There you have it. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I, I. So, I've spoken about this before uh, about New Japan. I, I find it just a little hard to get into. Um, the mm-hmm. the match quality alone is impeccable. Like the, their matches are so 
so goddamn it's, good. It's like fine French dining. Yeah. It's like, oh. Ah. It, it's just like the like the promos and stuff in, in New Japan. Like, I don't want to read subtitles. Like, I if I'm watching... Oh, you're one of those yes, people. Yes, I am one of those oh. people. Uh, if I'm watching anime, I watch an English-dubbed anime. I don't, <laughs> I don't read subtitles. I'm sorry. And that... That's how it is. I'm sorry. Like, New Japan's great. Don't get me wrong. Like, they're great. But it is what it is. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I, I, I can appreciate but that. But yes, I am one of those. <laughs> See, I, I, I think my whole thing is like, I don't know. Here's a great example. New Japan was supposed to be dealt like a death blow on multiple occasions. Like, WWE snatched up AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura... And Gallows and Anderson all at the same time. And they still bounced back. And then, you know, the the vast majority of the best parts of the Bullet Club, Cody, Kenny, the Young Bucks, they split off, uh, what, a year or two later and formed AEW. Mm-hmm. And New Japan still came out and was like, hey, we're doing two nights of the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. And it was two rockin' great shows. True. So, like, they have the perfect way of just building talent properly, like, making sure that all the pieces work. And even if there's a hiccup somewhere, they can fix it. Mm-hmm. It's just the testament of a great wrestling company. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, I'd probably put New Japan as number two. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, so. Yeah, there you go. Well, then, there you go. There you have it. Good, <laughs> good take, Anthony. Good yes. take. Um, I think there's a lot of people that would agree with you as well. Tanner being one. Yes, I'm certainly up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. SCW Wrestling Channel at SCW underscore Steve says, "Do you think certain wrestlers like Roman Reigns, Charlotte Flair, uh, Roman Reigns and Charlotte Flair under are underappreciated by wrestling fans?" They receive a lot of backlash from fans on social media. Uh, will fans miss them when they retire? Um, I think it's a matter of impact and how relatable they are. I feel like Roman Reigns over time has become more relatable. And I mean, I'm not trying to like spin this or whatever, but like when he had his cancer announcement, for example, right? I think a lot of people were impacted by that and were like, oh man, like. He's not just this Superman that's you know that's being shoved down our throats by Vince McMahon. He's a real person, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think that hits close to home. Um, I would say the same thing about Charlotte, and I'm sure there's a whole lot of other people out there that are you know, kind of in that same group. But um, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily connect with Charlotte like I may may do with Roman Reigns. That might be just, you know, because I'm a man, she's a woman. You know, but at the same time, I don't know, Charlotte, Charlotte's very, very good. I can appreciate what Charlotte does in the ring, 100%. Um, I think that the move to put all the titles on her all the time is kind of weird. But that's not uh, that's not on her, that's on the company. Uh, right. So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think me personally, uh, I, I find it rather difficult to connect with Roman Reigns and Charlotte. Um, I, I don't know if that's necessarily anything they've done or, or if that's, you know, me personally, but I, I it, it's easy to say things like quote unquote, the fans and, and just like picture this like hive mind kind of zeitgeist thing. But like there's millions of fans and they're all their own person. Like the question, are fans going to miss them? Yeah. Some fans are, some fans aren't. 
some fans love them, some fans don't. You know, like there's there's a lot of different clicks and facets w- within uh, what you would call quote unquote the fans. So yeah, I, I mean, some people think that they're deserving of the hate. Some people think that they're not. Some people are gonna miss them. Some people aren't. Like, uh, you know, fan <laughs> wrestling fans don't agree on much uh, very often. So. Yeah, I mean, everybody's their own person. Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone's going to have their own opinion on mm-hmm. them, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. We've got a few more here. I do also want to say there is a difference between hate and criticism. Those are two completely different things. Fair enough. Just want to say that. Well, we got we got to we got to speed up here, Stephen. We got a lot of takes here to get oh, through we've... from what I'm seeing here. Uh, and and here's the one that I that I was looking for. Uh, a little while ago, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Get Show Wrestling Podcast at Get Show Podcast on Twitter says, "Not a hot take, but it must be said. Texas, specifically Austin, makes the best brief uh, brief hmm. makes the best beef brisket in the world." Uh, F, Facts. F people in New York City who say they now have the best barbecue in the country. Wait, who the what? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. No, there's been a thing for a few years going around now that New York City barbecuists are like, oh, we're we got the best brisket now, and it's like, no, 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 no. You haven't paid your dues. You haven't earned your stripes. Like, like with what you said about Seattle, right? I feel like, and maybe this is just me. As a Texan, as this is a, my exact argument, as a Southerner, uh, you know, look, I, I like going out west. I even kind of like going out east, right? It's fine. Like, I, I, I like America, in yeah. in general. Yeah. But when you Yankee carpetbaggers come down here and try and take our food staples, right, and then you try to pass them off as your own. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. You know, we've been doing this so long. You haven't, you haven't even come close. You're still green. I've seen, yeah, you're, you're green as hell. I've seen the pictures of your brisket. It's not impressive. It's really not. This is something that runs in our DNA here. Okay. So y'all go back to making hot dogs or pizza or whatever it is that you guys specialize in. That's fine. All due respect. This is our title. Yes, you're not you're not taking it away mm-hmm. from us here. We we do beef here in Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I. So there is no argument. <laughs> Texas has the br- the best brisket. That yeah. that's just not. There's no conceivable argument that has any merit. Yeah. against that. Yeah. Now even and I will even tell other you, states, even other states who do barbecue, like the yeah. Carolinas and like I don't know Atlanta, and then you've got like Kansas City and like the the all the other like barbecue regions are like yeah Texas does beef mm-hmm. like that's it like like period end of story yeah like, and, that's done and I will tell you why we are the best yeah. okay <laughs> yeah now this is very similar to the argument I had about Seattle's chicken fried steak. Mm. You go to any corner in any city in Texas, mm-hmm. and you will find a great brisket. Maybe yes. not a spectacular brisket. Maybe not the best brisket you've ever had, but you will find a great brisket. Now, listen here in New York. When I can go to any corner of any street in any city mm-hmm. in your state and find a great brisket, then I will tell you that you have the best brisket. Done. Yeah, yeah, because you can you can hit up most places in Texas that offer barbecue, 
and it's all like yeah that's that's good yeah like, like this is this is a middle of the road great brisket yeah whereas in new york you probably have to find the one spot in Manhattan that sells you a ninety-five dollar brisket. Yeah, I mean, I, I I googled it actually, and there's there are just a handful of places in D- done, yeah. dude. Look up brisket in Texas and yeah. find the hundred thousand restaurants that have. Yeah, like there's literally three. There's literally a civil war going on in um what is it uh, uh not Lubbock. It's um you know the place there there's um. What's it called, Stephen? God damn it. The, the place with Franks? No, so there's there's Franklin's in Austin, which is like obviously ridiculous. Like Aaron Franklin got like 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 this crazy chef's award for just right. for, for barbecue, which is unheard of. Right. Right. Um but then like if you go to um damn it, what's it called? I don't know, man. Um I wish I I wish I knew. Hold on, let me look this up because now okay. now it's got me all riled up. Okay. Um, Do you want to pause? Lockhart. Ah, Lo- yes. Lockhart has yes. three three barbecue places, right? That are basically having a civil war over who has the best barbecue. It's it's a, it's a literally an arms race. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, all three places are great. Um, so you've got you've got Black's Barbecue. Uh, you, great. You've got Crutz's and never had it, but probably great. And Smitty's never had it, but probably great. Yeah, I mean all three, and then and there's like uh, Lockhart Chisholm Trail Barbecue. Like there's like just Lockhart in general is like a gold mine for barbecue joints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You know, it's funny. We said we we had to speed up, and then we started talking about brisket for like ten minutes. I know it's my fault. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel strongly about brisket, also. Yeah. So, so New York, shut your hole. Yeah. Like, like you have, you have, <laughs> you do not have a leg to stand on in this argument. Yeah, like you are get the, out of here. You're the New York Knicks of barbecue. Yes. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> just, just leave. Yes. Now. <laughs> Best oh. barbecue. That's the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. I'm, the reason why we spend so much time is I'm, I'm genuinely offended at. The presumption that New York would ever have the best br- beef brisket or best barbecue over Texas, like that's keep your pizza. We're not trying to take that. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just insulted. Which really. also, <laughs> Austin has fantastic pizza. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest here. We're, we're probably kicking your ass in terms of food, like just in general. You ever had a brisket pizza? Yeah. No. We, we, Come we down. We got it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You ever had a mac and cheese pizza? We got that too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We ain't playing out here. All right. You got you got tacos. Yeah, maybe you might have tacos, but we we oh, got we got tacos. We got tacos. Boy, do we have tacos! You you got the Canadian border. Well, we got we got the Mexican border. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, that's how it is. You're um, not winning this. No, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, New York. You know. I'm not. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Thank you for your question. Get show podcast. Much appreciated. Yes. Um, Connor at Connor underscore 12 says hot take. The Hardy boys are the greatest tag team of all time. I don't think it's a hot take. Ooh. I think there's, I think there's plenty of people that, that share your opinion. Mm, they are probably. Ooh. 
Because, see, like, on paper, like, even if, like, you looked at it, like, in, in like, their generation, like, you've got Edge and Christian and the Dudley Boys, and both are probably more accomplished tag teams. But as individuals, um, I mean, they've done really, really well. Um, I mean, they've both been to Impact. They've both been to Ring of Honor. They've done really, really well. I fully expect that when Jeff Hardy's contract is up that he's also going to join AEW with his brother. That way, so they can do the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. I fully expect that to happen. Oh, shit. Um, but with that just being said, I mean, you got to look at the Young Bucks also as possibly the greatest tag team of all time. Um, I mean, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi are a fantastic tag team when they were when they were active. Um I mean, you could even go old school and be like British Bulldogs or the Road Warriors or the Steiner Brothers. Hardy's got a lot of competition. My dad would say the Road Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of really great, uh, or even like the the um, what is it, the the Hart Foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of competition for the Hardys, but I don't think that it would be. Um, like that presumptuous or, or not presumptuous, but I I don't think that it would be like inherently incorrect if you're like, yeah, the Hardys are the greatest tag team of all time. They're very innovative. They've done great stuff as a tag team together and they've done great stuff individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Uh, I, I don't know if I would go as far as to say like they are the best absolutely of all time. Definitely a matter of opinion. Uh, I will say they're probably my favorite of all time. Uh, they're really good. So, I mean, take that, you know, how you will. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so thank you, Connor, for your question. Yes, thank you. Uh, foul free trial original at foul underscore original says Roman Reigns made the right decision not to go to WrestleMania, um, or to not go to WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Roman Reigns should not have gone to WrestleMania. Um, yeah. There's no reason for him to. And I think it's fully within his right to say, no, I'm not doing this. You know, considering his medical history and I think his wife is expecting twins for the second time. Crazy. Um, so, yeah. I mean, he's looking out for himself and his family. You can't blame the guy. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, so thank you, Fal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Fal's a great guy. He is a great guy. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Get Cho has another question for us. Oh, snap. This time, they're actually talking about those tacos. Uh, so Get Cho Wrestling Podcast at Get Cho Podcast says, Why do people like Jack in the Box tacos so much? They're cheap as hell. They, well, yes. Uh, so they're that's, cheap. That's the reason. They're cheap, and um, a lot of it, I mean, um, there's a lot of fat in the meat that they use. Um, like a lot of fat. And then you've got, like, the slice of American cheese. And there's something about the hot sauce that they have in there also that just kind of brings, it the, like, the, all the taco together. And I think the taco itself is also deep fried. Like, actually, like, out of the freezer into the fryer, kind right. of. Right. Um, so, I mean, you put all that together, you've got just a really fatty taco. And if there's anything that people love, it's, it's fat. Fat and salt. Fat and salt. Yep. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, what what is it like? Two tacos for like a dollar twenty? Yeah, or something like it's that. Ridiculous. Like it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Jack in the Box tacos, they're all right, but it. See, the thing with Jack in the Box tacos is it's something that I just like. It's it's like a tack on at the end of the order, you know. 
Like, like when you, you go to Jack in the Box, like, you know, it's, it's like midnight. Yeah. You're, you're they, super hungry. You got the munchies. Yeah. They're even like, they have those, those $5 stoner meals yeah, where it's like, yeah. Hey, here's this, this like grilled cheese cheeseburger. Exactly. And here's the taco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Oh, cool, man. Yeah. It's just like, Oh, <laughs> let me get a bunch of food and oh shit. You know, those tacos, they're only a dollar 20. Let me get one. You know, it's, why not? Yeah. It, like I never go to Jack in the Box. It's like, let me get one of those tacos. Those things are so goddamn good. Like right, right. No, that like I don't even want to meet the person that that would say that because they're probably a, a freaking like they've like got heads sociopath. The, yeah, they've got heads in their freezer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bodies in their bodies in their basement and yeah. everything. Like, but it's it's all right and it's cheap. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, <laughs> uh, so thank you, Get Show Podcast, for thank your you. question. Yes. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. DBW Podcast at DBW Podcast on Twitter says at Get Cho Podcast is the best <laughs> member of our group chat. Oh, huh. well, that's that's quite lovely. Aww. I'm glad glad to see you that's guys so sweet. like each other. Yeah, that's that's quite nice. I like having this, this love on our comment thread. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's quite cute. I'm glad to see that you you like Get Cho. I also like the Get Cho Podcast. You guys are cute. Yeah, you guys are nice. Uh, you you know yeah. Uh, wish you wish you guys all the best. You know I'm <laughs> sure there's lots in your future together, and you know just just take things slow, okay? Mm-hmm. That's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know either. Oh goodness. <laughs> That's why I jumped out. I was like, I I have nothing else to add. <laughs> at Get Show Podcast on Twitter at Get Show Podcast. Once again, man, they are active in this thread. Uh, Zelina Vega will be considered one of the best, if not the best, managers, valets in uh, WWE history. Ooh, yeah, she's you know, great. yeah, yeah, she's really reinvented that that role, hasn't she? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's really made it her own. Um, yeah, uh, I could certainly see in uh, quite a few years time. Um, you know, if she was to retire from wrestling, I could certainly see her being. Uh, uh, Hall of Fame worthy for even what she's done so far. I mean, she took Andrade, um, who really doesn't have charisma. Um, not well, he has charisma, but he doesn't. His, his English isn't like super on point. Right. Um, and Zelina's kind of been his mouthpiece uh, for a while, and she's really taken that role to the next level. Yeah. Also, as a follow up to last week's question that you guys gave us, um, I did find out. Uh, uh, Alistair Black and Zelina Vega together have actually a YouTube channel called A to Z, uh, where they they do all these these couples things and they they talk about you know tattoos and Alistair Black. Uh, this is really cool. Uh, there's two episodes that I've seen so far um, uh, of him actually like showing us his his like bag workout, like like he, him like hitting the bags and like he's got like an ab workout as well. Um, and then like, they're talking about like getting tattoos and like playing magic, the gathering together and like, like metal and like hardcore and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. That sounds dope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause you rarely see, I mean, since, since he's kind of with Andrade and on screen and he's kind of, he's, he's Aleister Black. Right. You really don't see them together, like interacting. Um, I think this past week was one of the first times since NXT that they were kind of in the same you know, ring area together. Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. 
it is what it is. Yeah, but but no, I mean I agree with uh, with Tanner about Zelina. She's a absolutely fantastic manager. So yeah, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Callum McInnes at uh, Hooch McGraw on Twitter. Very right. very nice name. Yeah. I, I can dig it. Uh, <laughs> Callum says Byron Saxton is the best commentator in WWE. <laughs> Look. All right. Um, this might be ironic, but uh, I mean, look, I, I, I don't mind him. Like when he's like, I said this before, but when he's like, like comedic, it's like on point. Like yeah. Byron's like a great comedy, a comedy relief commentator. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's kind of what makes him stand out amongst all the other ones. So I will say, if there's if there's a good trait that Byron has, it's that. Yeah. I mean, he's certainly not the worst. Yeah, I you mean, <laughs> you've got you've got to compete. I mean, when we're talking about like the best, you've got to compete with Morrow. You got to compete with Nigel McGuinness, especially Tom Phillips is getting better. Um, but... it's all about Michael Cole, baby. Oh yeah, <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah, Coltrane, <laughs> Coltrane. <laughs> what what was it that they used to? He used to call his fans like the coal diggers or something like that. Oh god. Uh, that he called them i like coal the, train better. the coal miners that's what he yeah. called them the <laughs> <Yeah>. coal miners <laughs> no uh <sighs> goodness best has got to be tomorrow it's yeah. got to be coal diggers is not a uh, yeah that's not the right one is it not coal diggers is not but coal miners is i think oh i see i see i think that's right i still like coal train better coal train yeah 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 anyways <laughs> 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 All right. Well, thank you, Callum, for your question. Yes, thank I, you. I, I do like that. I do appreciate the question regarding Byron. Um, the Slop Drop Wrestling Podcast <laughs> at The Slop Drop One. I love it. <laughs> There's a lot of creative names out there. I love it. Hot take. David Arquette has a bad reputation, or a bad rap, rather, is passionate about pro wrestling and is far more talented than he gets credit for. So, again, David Arquette has a bad rap, is passionate about pro wrestling, and is more talented than he gets credit for. He also uh, puts a, posts a picture here, or, or rather a different a different user posts a picture here, of uh, David Arquette and uh, your favorite here, the librarian. Mm. Hmm. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, um, good old what's-his-face, you know. Damn, that's savage. <laughs> you know his name. It, it, I've, I've got chicken on the brain, Steven. You're gonna have to, to help me through this here. <laughs> it's Peter Avalon, bro. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> good old what's-his-face. <laughs> What's his face? Steve. He has a name, sir. <laughs> yes, Steven's very adamant that he's the nicest person he's ever met. I, yeah, <laughs> this is true. This is true. He's your next AEW champion. Oh, damn. Damn. Or TNT title at the very least. Hmm, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, but this is about David Arquette. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I think David Arquette has gone uh, a pretty long way, even now, to kind of rebuild his reputation within wrestling. Because, I mean, yeah, he's he's kind of, the for a long time, the butt of jokes, right? Like, right. oh, David Arquette, you know, the, the actor who became world champion for Royally Rumbled and stuff like that. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I think David Arquette, you know, I mean, he's put himself through a lot. He's done these brutal death matches on the indie scene. Like, it's kind of crazy. Really? So, yeah. Um, props to David Arquette for trying to keep that fire alive. Yeah. I, I mean, it led to that uh, that triple-decker cage match, which, fight me, was actually a great match. Um, yeah. Go David Arquette. There you go. Yeah. David Arquette. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have anything negative to say about him, yeah. you know? No. 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 Seems like a decent guy. Yeah. Seems to uh, do what he loves. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, Slop Drop uh, Podcast for your question. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ryan Ritchie at Reverend316. Hey. Nice, 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 nice tag. Yeah. Uh, says, I just want some brisket now. Hashtag damn. Damn, so do I. Yeah, mm, brisket. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, Ryan actually does go on to say, okay, I do have a hot take. Uh, Why do a few wrestling fans have to try and shit all over things most of us enjoy? The need to be uh, contrarian and combative for a retweet seems to outweigh what we came here for in the first place, to have fun, man. Yeah. I still want some brisket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I think that just comes down to what what kind of what I was talking about before with the whole gatekeeping thing. Uh, for for whatever reason, I, I find that the wrestling community has a really bad problem uh, with with that kind of thing. The the whole gatekeeping thing. The you're not a real fan unless you like the things that I like, and and uh, you know blah blah blah. Um, you find things like this in any fandom, really. Um, it, it's certainly not exclusive to wrestling at all. Uh, but mm-hmm. in terms of like why people find the need to do it, that goes into a more psychological thing and less of, about the wrestling industry in general. Right. And I, I think it actually says more about social media and just the people who flock to Twitter, perhaps. Um, yeah. I mean, as Twitter users ourselves, I, I think that there's, there's definitely a lot of people out there who are positive, but there's just as many like trolls out there online who just want to like... Right. You know, get a get a reputation for being a troll. Yeah, well, it um, comes down to the phrase, the vocal minority, right, you know, right. and, and it, it's very easy to, to see all these comments and be like, oh, man, everyone hates me. But yeah. it's like, no, it's just the people that either are indifferent towards you or really like you just aren't commenting. Only the people that hate you are feel strongly enough to, to want to tell you. Well, and that, and it's also just as easy to sit behind a keyboard in front of an avatar or, or behind an avatar, rather, and, you know, say all these things and, you know, not really get held responsible uh, right. necessarily for you as a person uh, for some of the things that you might say. Um, but, hey, it is what it is, you know. Uh, we try to be as positive as possible online and then come here on the podcast and shit on everything. <laughs> so, But we shit on everything in jest. Like, it's yeah, not... It's, it's, it's with fair and balanced criticism, I think. Yeah, it, um, you know, it's just like I said earlier, there's a difference between hate and criticism. You know, uh-huh. I, we, we criticize WWE a lot because yeah. there's a lot of things about WWE that I personally don't like. That mm. being said... There's a lot that I do like, and, and yeah. so I enjoy the things I do, criticize the things I don't, and call it a day, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, there is a line there between, hey, I didn't really care for this, and hey, this is garbage. Right. You know? well, what, one of the, the biggest compliments that our show's ever received is, is from our friend Mags, who, who said that, um, uh, I don't remember what the, the, the subject was, I think it was about AEW going live, but, but he, he said that... Uh, um, it's our willingness to call a spade a spade 
is, is what makes us, um, you know, a, a worthy podcast. And, uh, yeah, that, that really touches the heart, man. That really, that really does. We, that's what we aim for is to be fair, balanced, uh, to, to try and be as truthful to ourselves and to you guys, the yes. wrestling community as possible. And uh, yeah, I think I I would be I, I I wouldn't be the person I am if I was like oh no it's okay AW go ahead and do the live shows right WWE you shouldn't do the live shows no. right yeah that's just extremely hypocritical yeah you know that's yeah yeah we're we're calling WWE out on that because it's a bad idea and then lo and behold AEW has the same idea and we called them out on it because it's a bad idea yep. whether whoever does it it doesn't matter it's it's a bad idea it's a bad idea yeah. Yes, indeed. I hope that ha- answers your question to an extent here, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Ryan actually, um, <clears throat> I will say this, uh, Ryan actually was uh, a barbecue manager out in the ba- uh, the bay side of, Cal- of in California, and um, he did pay some heavy compliments to uh, to Texas barbecue earlier. Let that's, me. So that's the thing, like, ahead. like, like, if you came to Texas and learned to apply your trade here in Texas, and then took it elsewhere, and you actually made like a legit, like, hey, this is what it is, mm-hmm. right? That's cool, yeah, because like, you 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 earned your chops here, right? But for somebody to be like, ah, oh, pizza, pizza, <laughs> like, how are we gonna make a brisket? <laughs> 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 that's that's a different thing entirely. Yeah. No, I was I was going to say special shout out to California Barbecue because they do a lot of like Asian fusion stuff which mm-hmm. I I would probably consider myself like a barbecue purist. Uh I I don't I don't do a lot of barbecue sauce. Uh, I usually it's just like how it comes mm-hmm. out of the smoker that's how I'm eating it. But California Barbecue does a lot of Asian fusion stuff. Does like uh, like teriyaki, uh, like pork chops and, and, and things like that. Well, they, they do a whole different way of barbecuing too. Like exactly. it's not like smoked how we do stuff here. Mm-hmm. Like there's like open they like do like open fire pits and stuff like right. that. Um, there's a lot of unique setups in like in the California barbecue realm of mm-hmm. things. Uh, so I think they have certainly a respectful. Uh, a, a respectable barbecue. Well, uh, it, they just have venturing. their own it's, unique it's like, it's, thing yeah, it's going like, on. It's like their own thing, just like they have kind of like their own pizza kind of thing. Like they do like right. like the fusion foods, like you were saying. But like also, um, they're not trying to tread on somebody else's waters, right? Like you know those carpet baggers in New York are. <laughs> like oh, I'm, I'm just I'm just dragging New yeah. York here. Like um, I'm not gonna be I'm, like I'm sorry, New Yorkers. I'm going to be like, screw California. We have the best kale salad or fish tacos or whatever they eat out there. Yeah. You know, like, we're, I'm not going to say, like, oh, we have the best fish tacos because that's not the case. Yeah. You know? Not, not that we know of. I mean, well, yeah. True. We've got fine fish tacos. I, I think mean, Texas here, but, is a big place. Who knows? Yeah. We got fine fish tacos here. Well, but, I don't like fish. But, like, I'm sure, like, if I went out, like, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, we've got, like, you know, uh, the the best uh the best retail stores or you know the i mean the the best uh cbd you know right. like like we probably have we i know we have great cbd here but i know a lot of the cbd that we do get is sourced out of uh california it comes from california and colorado yep, yep. so yeah yeah but one thing we are best at is barbecue moving on moving on <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Colin Cooley Jr. Uh, Fallout N17 at 
CJ Cooley 24. Uh, he just has a bunch of the drooling emojis uh, because of the brisket. Ah, the brisket, yes, of the course. Brisket. Mm. Of course. Uh, let's see here. Thank you. Thank you, CJ. Uh, Colin Cooley Jr. Uh, for the emojis. Much appreciated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Martian, Skylar Mars at Mars Skylar says, Hot take, nobody knows what a hot take is. Hmm. Sure we do. Yeah. yeah. Hmm? Yeah, we hmm. do. We have a whole segment based around it. Hmm. What is life? <laughs> Man, you got Tanner, Tanner pondering now. Hmm. Moving on. <laughs> Thank you, Mars uh, Skyler, for your question. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Doom Slayer cameo hashtag Doom Eternal at Sports underscore PS4 Gamer says my hot take: wrestling promos are better without fans. Um. So uh, here, here's my take. I feel like in these times, especially. You can tell much, much better who is a good promo and who's a bad promo. Yeah, I think that's what that's something that is accentuating throughout all of this madness going on in the world right now. You can there are now clear definitive lines, and you can see it on TV. There are clear definitive lines as to who's talented and who's entertaining and who's not, because the people who are not are not on TV right now. Period. Facts. Man, that's a good point. Mm. That's a really good point. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. Uh, ben Findlay, uh, at Ben Findlay13, Bret Hart's WCW theme song was better than his WWE theme song. Mm. <sighs> um, I'd have to listen back. So, from what I remember, and I've heard both... I don't know. There's just something iconic about like that that opening to Bret Hart's WWE theme. Like it's it's just like it's universal in wrestling lore, right? Now, perhaps I mean like um, like you've got like Hulk Hogan's like Real American versus like um, his WCW American Ma- uh he's uh the, is it American Made or American Man? I don't know. I don't remember what the song is, but like. I actually like Hulk Hogan's WCW theme song more than I liked his WWE uh, Real American song. Sue me, it's whatever. How dare you? Yeah, I know, right? I'm such a such a bitter Twitter troll. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm suing you. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk later. Um, You've been served. <laughs> so I don't know, man. That, that's that is a hot take, Ben. That's a hot take. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Bull Nakano. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Jammer? J- Jammer? Jammer? Jammer. Jammer. I think that's the name. Okay. At JDB148 says, Bull Nakano is a better wrestler than Becky Lynch. Um, Who? Bull Nakano. Um, back in the day. I mean, I don't know. Becky Lynch is pretty good. Becky Lynch is pretty good. That's that's a pretty hot take there. That's a pretty, it's a pretty hot take there, sir. But thank you, thank you for your hot take. I do appreciate it. Mm. Not familiar with her. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, 
And then what would hot takes be without Mike Charlip at MikeJC821 on Twitter? Uh, he's got a few of, uh, of the, these hot takes here this week. Uh, I wish WWE would stop promoting things that end up not happening to pop a rating. When they promoted Balor versus Velveteen and promoted the shit out of it, uh, just to not even show Finn, it was so aggravating. WWE has been doing that for way too long, and I can't stand it. I agree. Yeah. Where Where is Finn? He was supposed to have that match with Velveteen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wonder what's going to happen now. But yeah, WWE's been doing that for a really long time. Yeah, they need to, to cut it out. Just just yeah. stop it. Well, I mean... Stop doing that. Like, it's, it's false advertising. Yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah. Card subject to change. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Mike also says, I wouldn't call this a hot take, probably just a declaration. If Baron Corbin wins Money in the Bank, we should riot. <laughs> yes. There should be riot, yes. riots and blood in the streets of all of, of America when Baron Corbin wins the, the Money in the Bank title. Yes, um, I agree. <laughs> it's like he's Benito Mussolini or something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, fun times. Um, maybe, maybe we should riot if Baron Corbin wins Money in the Bank. I, I think it's unlikely. I, I also think it's unlikely. It, mm-hmm. it, it was almost like even when you were like reading out who was in the match, like yeah. he was like a wild card, just like out of nowhere. You know, doesn't really have any affiliation with anybody else that's in there. So I, I really think they just put him in there because it's like, hey, look, it's it's, it's that guy that you know. Yeah, he's hated. Right? Yeah, yeah. I do have a question though. Um, so with the men and women's, uh, taking place at the same time, like, is there still like one men's and one women's winner or? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was like. No, there, it's not just one briefcase there. So, so it's not one match. It's two matches happening at the same time. Yes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike also says, uh, Okay, real hot take. The newly bro game was stupid, and I really and I hate Byron Saxton even more now. Uh, yeah, um, I thought it was somewhat funny, but <laughs> but uh, you know it's you know it's it's WWE kind of humor, yeah. right? Like like you know maybe that's why Vince respects Triple H as like his his son in law <laughs> is like ah. He's kind of funny like me. Yeah, but <laughs> you know? only like kind of. <laughs> yeah, like he's like, he's like, I, I think Vince will like this joke, so I'll just, I'll just go with it. Right, right. <laughs> anyway, thank you, uh, Mike, for your hot takes this week. Yes, thank you. And thank you, everybody, really and truly, for, mm-hmm. for all of your hot takes. We spent a lot of time uh, doing these hot takes here. Goodness, almost two hours. <laughs> wow. Okay, well... um, Let's wrap this thing up and do uh, uh, actually uh, one round here of, of course, if wishes were fishes. Uh, if you've been with us since the beginning, welcome back to if wishes were fishes. Hello, <laughs> hello. If this is your first time listening, of course, to to Headlock Talk, it, we play this fun game at the end of our episodes called, of course, If Wishes Were Fishes, where we each take turns making a wrestling-related wish, and the other grades them. Yes, in terms of fish, yes, a- actual fish. Oh yeah, we ain't playing here. 
no. real fish. Real fish are yep. are at stake here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steak. <laughs> mm. Brisket. <laughs> mm, brisket. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, so, Stephen, do you have any hot takes for us this week? Hot takes. Not hot takes. Um, wishes. Wishes. Yes, I do. Be doing this. These hot takes here. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, yeah. So for my wish, a uh, pretty simple wish, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I've wished something similar to this in the past, but this one is different in a specific way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if wishes were fishes, Rusev goes to AEW. Mm-hmm. Now that's the part that I've wished before. But I want to just kind of funnel that down and make it a little bit more specific and feuds with Wardlow. Hmm. Now I think Rusev and Wardlow could have fantastic chemistry together. And also War- like I was saying earlier in the episode, Wardlow is great. Hmm. Wardlow is very, very great. You know who else is great? Hmm. Rusev. Hmm. And right now Wardlow really doesn't have anything to do really. Hmm. I mean, MJF's uh, off of TV. Um, you know, he's been, cutting his promos or whatever but that's about it uh wardlow is kind of just at a loss right now Mm -hmm. you know they have him going out and squashing some guys but nothing really much else um why not bring rusev and have them feud Mm -hmm. Mm. interesting take yeah some some big man matches between rusev and uh uh, wardlow Mm -hmm. that would be quite intriguing that would be quite (laughs) intriguing intriguing who knows? Intriguing. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm down for it. Yeah, especially if Warlow continues to perf- uh, continues to perform the way that he does, then yeah, I'm I'm totally up for that. Uh, for that wish, uh, I'm gonna give that actually six dogfish mm. because that's what's up, dog. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yes, thank you. You're thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, goodness. And for your wish. Oh, man. For my wish. Uh, So, if wishes were fishes, um, what I would wish for uh, is... um, uh, What what, what do I want to wish for here, Steven? This is... um, (sighs) I don't know, man. Mm. This is your time to shine. This is my time to shine. You know, got to come up with something good. You know? Um, You know, here's what I wish. I wish that uh, you know we could get uh, some of our uh, some of our fellow podcasters. Maybe if if you, you want to fly down here to Texas, maybe we should go and all have some Texas barbecue together. That's my wish. So that way we can really kind of tell once and for all. Especially if you're from New York or the surrounding area, or if you're like, man, that New York barbecue—that's what's up. Just come to Texas. Uh, we invite you to come here. Yes, you're going to have to pay your own way. But if you come down here, I will personally make a brisket. And Stephen can attest, I don't make bad food. It's a bomb-ass brisket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I like so, that wish. So it's an open invitation here, folks. Come down to Texas. I'll show you what's up about that Texas brisket. Yeah. Have a little wrestling Twitter cookout. Yeah. Mm. We can all talk about wrestling. We can all have a good time. You know, I'll, I'll take a week off work or whatever. It'll be cool. There you go. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I'll give you four and a half King mm. Salmons. Mmm. King mm. Salmons. Thank you, Steven. Yeah. I'm going to have to throw those on the smoker as well. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was going for. Yeah. Smoked salmon. Smoked yeah. salmon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. I, mm. could, I could get on board with that. I really could. 
Interesting. I'll I'll pass on the <laughs> on the on the smoked salmon, but um, yeah, I'll bring it. You know, hey. for everyone else. You know, no, that's cool. Um, sweet man. Uh, well, before we sign off here, one last thing. Uh, album of the week. Uh, I know that a little while back we were doing a special uh, kind of thing on uh, Tame Impala. Uh, we are now going back down under. <laughs> yes, uh, we're uh, this this month here. I'm devoting album of the week to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, uh, who are releasing um, a, a new live album here later this month called Chunky Shrapnel. Uh, it's it's going to be a, a double live album, which is going to be super cool um king gizzard and the lizard wizard um they are probably the i guess probably the most prolific rock band that there is in the modern era uh they've been around for um uh, since 2012 so less than 10 years and they have about oh this will be their 16th album released damn um yeah so that's really crazy. Um, they've also got three live bootleg albums that are floating around in circulation. Um, so because their discography is so extensive, um, I'm, I'm kind of giving you a round of albums uh, to, to check out. And you can stream them online or you can um, you can get the vinyl or a physical copy like I have. That's totally cool. Um, so this week's albums by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard uh, are going to be uh, 12 Bar Brews, which is their debut album, uh, which is uh, blues-infused um, garage psych rock is what I would call uh, is what I would call it. Very good stuff, I think, here. And it kind of lays the groundwork for what King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard are all about. Um, that Those would probably be the three genres that I would say most kind of are associated with them garage psych rock um and and a little bit of blues infusion as well um eyes like the sky is actually a uh, spaghetti western sort of um where, where they basically play in instru- the instrumentals as if uh, they were showing you some kind of a cinematic western movie uh and, and it tells a, a western story so that's pretty cool yeah and then last but not least here, Float Along, Fill Your Lungs. Um, it kind of expands more on the psychedelia of 12-bar brews. Um, and, uh, yeah, it gives, gives you a, a pretty good taste of uh, uh, late 60s psychedelic music. So, yes, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, the best rock band going now, in my personal opinion. Steven would probably say differently. Uh, but in my opinion, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Um, these are three great albums to check out, and next week I'll have even more for you to get uh, you get to check out. So yeah, hey oh yeah, nice fun times. Um, anyway, uh, Stephen, do you have anything else for us this week? I think that's it, man. Yes. Well, thank you guys for your patience as we answered all of these hot takes this week. We had a lot of hot takes. Yes. Um, and uh, a lot of other news to get to. We will see you guys next week for the Money in the Bank review show. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, until then, make sure you guys please hit that subscribe button at the top of your screen wherever you listen to podcasts, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, or any place else for that matter. Uh, please, if you want to go that extra mile, Leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to those podcasts. That's how we get up those charts, you guys. And we mm-hmm. got we got to spread the gospel of Headlock Talk. Exactly. That's how we do it. <laughs> um, follow us on Twitter, at Headlock Talk. 
Yes, just to hit that follow button, we follow you back. We send you a little message. It's pretty fun, you know. Uh, you know, we, we we can talk, or or you don't have to talk to us. I mean, we're we we'll we'll just keep doing these shows. Mm-hmm. You know, you can talk to us that way. You can leave us some hot takes. If you want to hashtag if wishes were fishes, you can leave us your own wishes, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll do it that way. Yes, indeed. It's fun times. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Am I missing anything else? Yeah. Advertisers. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. like the sound of mine or Tanner's voices, hit us up at headlocktalk at gmail.com for any business inquiries. We will uh, pimp out your mattresses. Yeah. Uh, pimp out uh, gloves if you, if you sell those. Gloves, masks. Uh, masks. I've, I've got I got some, some dope underwear from uh, Tommy John mm-hmm. earlier this week. There you go. Uh, Manscaped. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manscaped uh, has some nice smooth razors if mm. you're if you're looking to trim some hedges. Nice, you know. Nice, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> business inquiries. Hit us up. Headlocktalk at gmail dot com. Again, that's headlocktalk at gmail dot com. Yes, thank you, Stephen. You're very welcome. All right. Well, we will catch you guys later on the week with our bonus episode again. Bonus. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> Jim Smallman's top ten progress matches. We've already done numbers ten through six. This week, we're covering numbers five through one. So, exciting stuff here, Stephen. I'm totally ready to get into this. Oh, so, yeah. uh, we're going to we're gonna sign off for now. We're going to watch some wrestling. We're going to see you guys again later this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. You guys take care. Be safe out there. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye-bye. Later. Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts, we focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. Whether you're kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win from Morris Home.